This is the Unlimited Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Unlimited Podcast. It's your girl, Amir J, and I'm here with... Hey y'all, welcome back. It's Kennedy Smith. How you guys doing? It's Paul J. All right, guys. So today we're going to talk about the Draymond Green situation. So for those who don't know, last week Draymond Green went on an interview where he was talking about the treatment of Andre Drummond and other players who decide to get traded. Um, he feels as though when it's the team's decision to trade a player, the tra- the player has to just sit down and take it. But when a player decides that they want to be traded off the team, they're kind of treated unfairly. And it's like they're just trying to make the best decision for themselves. Um In this, he talked about players' mental health and how they seem to be treated a little bit like pawns. Um, So today we're going to dive deep and dissect the situation. And my first question to my co-host about this is, do you feel like Draymond Green's points were valid and that he was right? Do you feel like he was having a little eventful diva moment? Uh, Yeah, see, I agree with Draymond Green. Uh, You know, everything he was saying was right. Players in the league, whether it's the NFL, whether it's the NBA, whether it's the MLB, uh, they are used as pawns uh, for the executives and the ones in, you know, uh, that sits in the top offices uh, because they can want to get rid of a player and, you know, lose all, you know, connection with that player, whether something, you know, bad happened, whether the player is not performing well, but there's the other and no and nobody would say anything about it and nobody you know questions it uh, even the fans this stuff because the fans have been programmed to you know praise the people at the top so if it's the Cle- uh, Cleveland Cavaliers and they decide they want to get rid of Draymond Green you know a lot of the fans would be like I think you know um the Cavaliers are are, are doing a great job their executives are making the best decisions decision for the team and as a fan I agree with it but if it was the other way around and you know Drummond was deciding that he wants to leave uh the same same way where Harden decided he wanted to leave and don't want to play it no more although Harden went about it in the wrong way um you know he kind of get like questioned by you know by everybody right and the fans be like oh he's having a diva moment why is it that you know like uh, like he's getting paid a lot of money, you know, like he just signed a new contract. You know, he's like he's being selfish because he wants a better situation for himself. The same way those coaches want a better situation for their team. Why can't a player decide I don't fit right into this team? We're not, you know, we're not producing, you know, I want to go somewhere else. So a better situation, you know, for myself. So Andre, um, under German was definitely treated unfairly. A lot of players in the league are treated unfairly, and I definitely agree with uh, Draymond. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with Draymond. Um, when it comes to this stuff, there's a double standard. And like Paul was saying, whenever a team wants to trade somebody, it's like, okay, but if someone wants to be traded from a team, then they're looked at as selfish. And so that's where the double standard comes in. They probably want what's best for them. 
Um, so, I mean, I don't feel like he was having a diva moment and I think he was right for speaking up because some people don't speak up about that. And it's like the shut up and take it mentality. I mean, he wasn't going to do that. He was actually going to speak what he felt. I definitely agree with both of you guys. And that leads me into my next question. You both kind of touched on it, but how do you feel about um, players to be traded um, for their mental health and just a better situation for themselves? Do you feel like they're selfish when they're doing that? Do you feel like they should be okay with the fact that they even made it this far and that they're playing the sport that they love on like a pro level? What's your thoughts on it? I think when it comes to player trades, uh, it's definitely interesting when the team or the coaches want to trade you because, I mean, the players, they have no say in where and when they're going to be traded. And it catches some people by surprise, especially if you get traded midseason because you're already used to that city, that team, that culture. And then when you get traded, um, you have to adjust to a whole new city, a whole new team and a whole new coach culture. It's definitely tough mentally. Um, because that's a lot of change. And I'm sure it's stressful when you get traded mid-season, but you never know. Getting traded could be a blessing in disguise um, because you could be going to a team that will give you a better opportunity, but obviously that isn't the case for everyone. But I also do feel like at some points you do have to be selfish if you want to go to a different team because you think um, it'll be a better opportunity for you. Yes, yeah, I agree with Kennedy. Um, if teams can say, you know, they, they want it for their team and they can trade you at any moment. Um, and now you have to go figure it out. Just like she said, you, uh, if you're living in that, you know, certain city, you, you know, adjusted to the city, you, uh, your family, you know, probably, you know, owns a house there now. You, if you have kids, they're probably going to school in that city now. And when you get traded, you kind of have to figure that out. Uh, so, and teams can do that unwillingly. So if you're a player, you know, like I feel as though teams should be able to the same way they want you to figure things out when they trade you, they need to figure things out when you want to trade. Uh, and like that's just how I feel about it. But and people do trades or people leave on any level, on any level. Uh, it's you know, it's not the same thing as trading when it's in, you know, collegiate or high school sports, but I know players that transfer. And in a way, I kind of see that the same thing as, you know, leaving like you were you were with one program, you see it wasn't fitting for you, and you decided that, you know, it wasn't, you know, in the best interest of you, and you left that program. People do it in high school, people do it in college, but when it comes to professional, because you're getting paid, uh, and because it's a job, you know, like athletes, you know, are treated like pawns, and they, it's the, the situation because of money plays a part into it now, a lot of executives feel as though they can run you. Uh, and that's and that's what, you know, some people talk about when they talk about, you know, slavery with, within sports. They're not talking about chattel slavery, but they're talking about the mental slavery of it, you know, being, you know, like, although you, because you get paid, you kind of have to do whatever we say. We can do whatever we want to you. Uh, we can treat you however we want because, and then we're all going to say it's because you're getting paid, but, you know, Shaq brought up a great point when talking on the issue was that everybody would look at athletes and be like, okay, they should shut up because they're getting $10 million. But whatever, they're getting, those executives are getting 10 times more. But nobody ever questions and say, oh, yeah, those, those executives should be okay with uh, Harden wanted to leave or Drum wanted to leave because they're billionaires, right? Nobody 
nobody ever questions their money. And that's what, you know, billionaires had literally, you know, put in people's minds that you, like, you, you, you'll never be upset at a billionaire. Like, this is, you know, living in a capitalist society. Billionaires do some of the craziest, unnecessary things, but nobody ever questions it because we live in a capitalist society where money rules it. So, like I said, people leave on all levels. So when it comes to uh, professional, I don't think it should be any different. If you feel as though the situation is not best for you, you know, then you should probably take your talent somewhere else and you should probably, you know, want to leave and be in a better situation for yourself. I do believe it should be some restriction on it because then players will start going anywhere, but it shouldn't be you tear down with one player because he's just in a better situation for himself, especially if he had gave you every single thing that he had year after year, time after time, and it's just not, it's just not working. And he probably noticed that he's not that factor and maybe a better situation where, you know, will work out for him. So I definitely, you know, feel as though players are being used as pawns. I agree with both of you guys' answers, and I believe that a lot of these athletes are starting to get tired of the white troll um, coming from the league over the abundance of black athletes that are playing for them, and they're starting to feel like pawns or just pieces to a game. So do you feel or believe that it's coming to its final days where a lot of these black athletes are going to start standing up and being like Draymond and openly expressing their feelings about how they're being treated or mistreated in the league. Do you feel like that's about to start happening more or do you still feel like it's kind of going to be a sporadic thing where it only happens in these like heated moments like the Andre Drummond situation? Um, I feel like both. It could start happening in the heated moments, but I also, I mean, I do kind of think it's coming to the final days and they'll start challenging it more because when one person speaks up, Um, more people are going to start speaking up. And I feel like you see that nowadays with things that are going on in the world. And once you see someone speak up, you know, more and more people come out about it. And so I do feel like that they're going to start speaking up and letting them know that they're tired of it. And personally, I just think it takes one person to start something. And I'm sure several athletes feel the same way that other athletes feel. So once they see more and more people speaking up, they'll start changing um, or talking about this more at some point. Yeah, so uh, with me on that issue is that, uh, yeah, I do agree that, you know, a lot of players will start speaking up and, you know, it's definitely going to be some changes that's made. But as far as uh, in something, you know, drastically changing, like we have a long way to go uh, because it's been players talking about, you know, social justice issues for a while in the NBA and the NFL and, Sometimes, you know, what people would do would pretty much, you know, kind of shun them out and uh, uh, they'll be kind of left as an outcast because they wanted to speak on something. And the way the way a lot of people mentality work is that, you know, I'm getting paid. I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to lose my money. Uh, it it works on all levels. Right. Uh, don't don't matter if you're a professional athlete, if you're working at any job and, and you and you kind of like that job and, you know, maybe. It might be an 80-20 thing where, you know, 80% is good, but 20%, you know, sometimes it comes with a problem. You'll probably forget about that 20% because it comes with a lot. So if players start doing anything to kind of mess up your bag or mess up your money, um, players kind of, you know, see them as outcasts. Uh, and you might have other people in their ears telling them that's the reason the Kyrie's and the Draymond Green speak it up on stuff. People don't like them speaking up on stuff, but 
but uh, I like that they're speaking up on those things because nobody else is going to do it. Like people are not going to do it. Somebody don't do it, and uh, you know nobody's going to do it. And that's the that's the same thing with um, when Colin Kaepernick started speaking up, right? A lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people saw him as an outcast, right? Uh, and the the difference in the Colin Kaepernick thing and you know Draymond Green and you know Kyrie Irving, they're both impactful players to their organization currently right now, right? You're not going to get rid of Draymond and you're not going to get rid of Kyrie with the Nets right now, you know? Especially, you know, Jay-Z being part owner of the Nets, you're not going to get rid of Kyrie, right? And the NFL is a little different than, than the NBA. So I feel as though the NBA would make a change, a lot of those changes as far as players being pawns before, you know, that. Uh, so the NFL does because the NFL, a lot of players are just running in circles, right? Um, and is still predominantly ran by you know white males right there there's no black owners in the nfl has not ever been one um but the nba you know you have you know a black owner the teams and those people are starting to make you know their voices heard so yeah over time things will change but we do have a long way to go because in a capitalist society money plays a part of everything so if i have a good job and I'm making a decent amount of money of it. And that's what, you know, is allowing me to take care of my family. I'm not risking that for a moment, for, you know, something that's, that might, you know, last in this moment or might last, you know, that's not going to last long term. If a bunch of players are with me, then, yeah, I would, you know, hop on a train and be along with them. But if if a bunch of players are not with me, sometimes – they would be scared to speak up. And that's just like the mentality. That's not my personal opinion on it because me, I like I'll always speak up on the issues, but the like the player mentality is that if I'm getting paid for it, you know, sometimes let me not risk it. Because that's what we have been accustomed to, you know, especially in the black community to to, to kind of think of. If I'm getting paid a decent amount of money, I don't want to say the wrong things to the people who sign my checks. I don't want to do this because I'd rather play the money game than play. The, you know, the uh, talking game or the fighting game. So that's just, that's just the mentality of a lot of people who get, you know, a lot of celebrities who get paid a lot of money. All right. So this definitely leads me into my last question for this week's episode. And it's kind of recapping on what we talked about um, last week with uh, mental health and burnout players. Do you think that the shut up and take a mentality that's playing a part in the league um, is causing these players to get to this um, burnout? And do you think it's going to start mentally draining them to the point where um, how Kyrie is saying, like, he feels mentally drained. He needs a mental break from what he's doing. Do you feel like more athletes are going to start feeling like that if this way of thinking and mentality continues? I think it's nothing new that athletes have already been feeling like this is taking a toll on their mental health. Um, but I mean, constantly having to just shut up and take it and not being able to voice your opinion or something can be tiring and because you don't have a say and you could feel like you aren't being heard and going through that day by day. I mean, that's definitely going to take a toll on you. So I do feel like athletes have been feeling that in the past and it's nothing new, but I, I definitely think that athletes should speak up more about it to let it known. Like this is how they're feeling before it gets worse. Uh, yeah, this uh, shut up and take it mentality is definitely taking a toll on players' mental health. Uh, and, you know, 
Kyrie, you know, definitely, you know, speak up about it. Draymond was definitely speaking up about it um, because even just giving your opinion as a celebrity or giving your opinion as a professional athlete, um, the whole world is watching. You know, just a couple of days ago, you know, Kyrie talked about how he wanted Kobe to be the logo. And he talked to, and in that he mentioned, you know, Black Kings built the league. And when he said that, is that after he went on air and he actually explained what he was talking about, he said he's sticking to it. And a lot of white people, some some ignorant black people too, kept questioning, oh, why do it gotta be about race? Because he said black kings that makes it automatically about race. So now a player like McCarry, he he's like, man, I can't even go, you know, and and talk about the things I want to talk about that, you know, are good to me, like a normal person, because the whole world's watching. That can be mentally bad as well. So the whole shut up and take it thing, it becomes even worse when you can't speak freely. You talk on some of the, you know, things you want to talk on because you have to shut up and dribble or, you know, shut up and play because you're just an athlete or whatever people, you know, might think. And that can be, you know, that can that definitely be like, mentally taxing it's not like it's not good uh because in any job in any job uh that people would have if i'm working in corporate america and my boss is treating me bad or uh you know i don't really you know feel good working in this office you know maybe it's a lot of you know microaggression maybe it's something going on at, at the office right the world don't see what's what's going on if i was to leave today Nobody is going to question, maybe you're going to offer, nobody is going to question why I left, right? But I left to make the best decision for me, right? If Kyrie decided he wanted to retire out the league today, everybody questioned it because a lot of fans are ignorant, right? Like it bothers me so much how a lot of these fans are ignorant to a, a lot of things and a lot of the white fans, right, who they fetishize over black athletes, who they had the mentality of, you know, shut up and dribble, who they, you know, are just using it for entertainment. The same way the executives are using it for entertainment because black people wasn't allowed in the league until, you know, these white execs started seeing that they can, you know, commercialize the sport and start making money off of it. So when Kyrie say things like, you know, black Kings built the league, he's talking about like the athletes that came and through that commercialization, they were able to, you know, popularize this this league and make it what it is because if you see when it was just white players playing you know it was it was okay it was cool but then black players brought a whole nother game that's why it transitioned into you know the amount of black athletes that you see now that's why you know it turned into quote-unquote basketball being a black sport uh because of you know everything that came with it and a lot of these athletes are used as workhorses right uh in my opinion like they're used as workhorses and you know, they're gonna put it on like they're gonna put them on the build uh on the you know the chop block on in order for them to get sell. And when it's time for you to get traded or traded to another team, just like Andre Drummond, they don't want you playing because they don't want you to get hurt. Just like workhorses, just like slaves. For me, if my slave is about to go to another plantation, right, and I'm and I'm about to get money from this slave or maybe something else in return, I don't want him getting hurt. I don't want anything happen to him. Right. And that's is how I see that. Right. Um, it's a it's a slave mentality. It, it like and it messes with a lot of black, you know, players and, and you know, some some white players because 
they're all pawns. Uh, but it's just mess with them mentally. And that's just my take on it. All right, guys. I think this was an amazing conversation. And thank you, everyone, for tuning into the Unlimited Podcast. Tune in next week for the next episode. Thanks again for tuning in with us, guys. And don't forget to follow us on social media at The Real Amir J. Follow me, Kennedy Smith. That's K E N N E D I I S M I T H H. And you can follow me at two underscores Paul J. And also be sure to follow our podcast page at We Are Unlimited Two Underscores. Thank you.